0: Hey everyone, welcome to Breakthrough Conversations. My name is Danielle Perry and I am the host. You already know I am so excited that you're tuned in today to this podcast. And if this is your first time, this is a Christian podcast which features people of all ages. And they share a bit of their story about how God has helped them to overcome a difficult challenge, situation, or a season in their lives, or maybe they're on their way to overcoming with God's help. And they do share authentically. Well, y'all, this is the second episode of the marriage series. So I am super excited that you're tuned in today. And another reason why I'm super excited is because this episode features family. Yes, it's always a delight when I can have family on the podcast and you can just get a little bit of insight into who my family is, right? And so this episode actually features my husband's sister, Camille, and her husband, Jared. Yes, she married someone named Jared as well, which is crazy, right? Anyway, the title of this episode is Having the Right Church Matters in Marriage. Yes, woo. This is gonna be a loaded episode and I am so excited again that you're gonna listen to what they will share because they dropped some nuggets of wisdom, y'all. And this is part one of episode 29. And again, bro, sis, thank y'all so much for taking time out of your super busy schedules to just be on this podcast and share a bit of your story. And for those of you who don't know this bit of information, my bro, my sis, they moved all the way from Houston, Texas to Omaha, Nebraska because of their church all right? Their church home is in Nebraska. They made the move, y'all. And so this again shows you how important church is to them and really should be to all of us who are married and just all of us as believers, right? So without further ado, y'all, here it is. I want you to enjoy and be blessed. I have my brother in love and my sister in love, and they are none other than Mr. Jared Garner, and Mrs. Camille Garner, what's up, y'all? Hi, sir. <laughs> How y'all doing? Good,
1: oh,
2: excellent. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, so honored.
1: I mean, we finally made the podcast. Like, I- <laughs> hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, we're, we're on the other side, I you know, mean, other side. Watching, but
1: so actually- the other side. Behind yeah. the scenes, right?
0: <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. Well, y'all already know. I'm so glad that um, y'all are on. Um, It's always good to have family on, and y'all just celebrated an anniversary. Which yeah. was, was it yesterday or two days ago? Two days ago, right? Two, ago. two days ago. Yes.
1: Yeah. Nine years. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> nine years. So happy anniversary, y'all! Once again, it's such a blessing. Y'all already know marriages don't make it to nine years, so right. it's a blessing. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, well, before we hop into the questions, um, I want you both to just introduce yourselves and just tell a little bit about who you are.
2: Sure. Um, so, Jared Risley from Texas. And, um, you know, we just celebrated nine years. We have three amazing children. And, um, you know, home life is very demanding. So, it takes up a lot of our energy, a lot of our time, and waking hours. Um, but, you know, we we're both very passionate about family. That was one of the things that really attracted me to Camille. Mm-hmm. that was So important to her. And uh, we, we have a good time all the time. So uh, we try to play that, try to find a balancing act as much as possible. Um, and uh, yeah, every day is an adventure. But a little bit about me. I've been in sales for about 20, 12 years, 12 to 13 years. Mm-hmm. and. Um, but my background is in hotel restaurant management, which is uh, how we met. So, about me. Love
0: sports, go Astros! And, uh, <laughs> uh, no, go go Orioles right now. I mean, I'm just I'm just yeah, saying. Y'all,
2: yeah, y'all y'all, do, y'all doing it right now? So, <laughs> I'm cool yeah. for you guys.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. What about you, Camille? Don't don't try to like. I um, see you with the OU cup and everything, but you I, know. Uh, so. <laughs> Oklahoma
1: girl uh, my background I work in human resources um, I don't know if I've ever not worked in, I mean I've done restaurants but it's always been hospitality um, and I think it has a lot to do with just my human nature to want to serve mm-hmm. um, to want to serve people and um, and that's pretty much everything and anything that I do is just from a position or a posture of service so um, so yeah between him and I together, we make a, a great team in that aspect. We um, yeah, have three amazing kids, uh, very supportive family, mm-hmm. uh, crazy brothers. You're married to one. So <laughs> I, I apologize again, but you know, it's cute, you know, so, um, but love, love all my siblings. Um, my sister in Atlanta, my brother in Fort Worth, my other brother in Baltimore and You know, now you and, you know, Uncle Phil. So family is just, is is important. And any time that we can create a memory, Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things that I learned very early was not to give your kids what you didn't have, but to teach them what you didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if we could do that and create memories, you know, that
0: to me is a a win-win
1: recipe. So yeah, Mm -hmm. Good
0: stuff. I love it. Well, um, we are going to hop into the questions. My first question for y'all is, how and when did you meet?
2: Since I don't tell the story right, I'll you know, <laughs> i I'll, I'll tell you my part. So we were at a conference in North Carolina. So we were both hotel restaurant management majors, hospitality management majors. And so we were at a conference in Charlotte, North Carolina. We were both a part of the same organization. NSMH, which stands for the National Society of Minorities in Hospitality. Mm-hmm. So I was a freshman or sophomore. I, I was an undergrad, and Camille was either a sophomore or a junior. So she, um, <clears throat> I. This is going to sound corny, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it was some. I saw her, and I just observed her for a while, and I just was like, "Wow, that woman is." There's something different about it. So it was beyond just a physical attraction.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it was, I, I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> anyway. I'm
0: talk, <laughs> so, yeah.
2: So I, you know, I, I, I observed her for a little while and um, I made my way over to her to introduce myself. And
1: <clears throat>
2: there was no spark. It was, <laughs> it was just like, who was this little kid? Like, I, I don't know, you know, I'm a little bit, but the Steve had been sown, you know what I'm saying? uh uh-huh. But I, yeah, I, I was, shooting now, she was very focused at the mm-hmm. conference. It was about, you know, networking and getting internships. Um, but, you know, there was also a fun side of the conference, which, um, but anyway, you know. <laughs> Yeah, your kids are going to see this one day. That's nice. So, so yes, but I was I was, I was, was trying to get the digits. I was mm-hmm. like, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. didn't give me no number.
0: She
2: uh, didn't
1: give me Daniel, you know, You're laughing because your story is very similar, ma'am. It is. It is. It was, it, is. It, was, it, was
2: just, it was like just the, okay, nice to meet you and I'm going on to the next thing. And that was it.
1: So <laughs> yeah.
2: that's, that's, that's what happened. That's what <laughs> my, my yes. point.
1: Yes, okay. that was good. I've, I've heard several variations of the story over the years. So I'm glad that you decided to stick to the truth. So, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, Morgan State just really provided so many different avenues and going to an HBCU, I was very proud of that. and. You know, NSMH provided opportunities for networking and building your career, and sitting in the same room with CEOs and vice presidents mm-hmm. and Hiltons and Hyatts and Marriotts and all mm-hmm. those. I mean, this was an, a phenomenal experience, and mm-hmm. this little Oklahoma girl, first time on the East Coast, first time in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they they literally they drill you like there's months and months of preparation for this, so there's like. How to interview, how to shake hands, how to drink mm-hmm. your coffee, how to, you know, signal to the server that you're not drinking coffee. Like there was just a lot of emphasis on professionalism. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> I literally I drink it like I drink all that Kool-Aid. And so mm-hmm. when I was there, it was like they're watching you. Everybody yeah. is gonna be watching you. So yeah. you got to be focused. You're, like I was I was very focused. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, this is gonna land me my internship, which is gonna land me my job. So by the time everybody's going into their last semester of the senior year, I'm already gonna have job off like that was mm-hmm. that was the goal. Plus mm-hmm. there was an opportunity to really look at the current board and then decide if you wanted to run for an office for the organization or the even at the chapter level. And so my eyes were on the chapter level, so there was just there was no time for it. so. As as everybody was on it was on one, so I just I I was like, you know what, I got I got stuff to do. I'm broken mm-hmm. about this job, and mm-hmm. that,
0: so yeah. <laughs> so, at what point? Because you didn't get the digits that night, Jared. So, at what point? Did y'all meet up again and maybe there was some type of spark or connection?
1: Nope, nope, I got this. Sorry, I got this. He got close to the camera. I gave gave him an email address. Okay. Okay. I gave him an email address. Um, It was very
0: similar to my story.
1: It was my school email address on top of that. It wasn't even like. (laughs) It wasn't
2: the Morgan State email address. It
1: was, you know, (laughs) shout out to Morgan State, shout out to Mr. Gwen. I um, was part of the academic enrichment program, mm-hmm. uh, so Elder Quasey knows all about. That's where I actually met him. Was mm-hmm. the enrichment program, and we were both tutors, and that was the email address that I gave. <laughs> I didn't want to be evil, and just nah, you can't. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm at a I'm at a conference. I want to be professional, so mm-hmm. yes, I have my my email address. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until. Because I saw him again. Because the two or three years after that, I had come back as a recruiter. That's kind of like okay. a dream job <laughs> to do. Was to come back as a recruiter. so
0: funny. Okay, so,
1: because I came back as a recruiter. Okay, was different. Here was real different. Jared was on the national board, and uh, I had and so he was on a different track in life, and I was on a different track in life, and so. You know, it was one of those again networking, like good to see you again, let's mm-hmm. keep it kind of thing. Is that thank you? Okay, so <laughs> so so I saw him. You know, when that's kind of every alum, NSMH alum, you want to go back and recruit. So went back, recruited. It was his senior year. He was actually on the national board. I came back as a recruiter. You know, again, good to see you. Mm-hmm. Let. Up, you know, it was kind of like the Hollywood talk, right? Like, oh, yeah, we should get up. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it wasn't until
0: seven name?
2: years later.
0: Are you serious?
2: Seven <laughs> was years it really later?
0: So, seven years from the first time you tried to get her number, yes. Oh, wow, That's... I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. I mean, that was 2000. Even... So,
1: when, when he, he we says met... it out loud, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds bad. <laughs> we
2: yeah so that we met in 2005 and i didn't get the number until 2012.
1: yeah oh wow it was
2: it was was always i mean it was like pleasantries in passing like you know we were from facebook this is back when facebook was like only college students college Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah like. and i was very late getting to the facebook like Mm -hmm. i I was very private i didn't Mm want my business was out there so I was very late to the facebook mm-hmm. game um and still not to this day so mm-hmm. um, so yeah we we had connected on i don't even know how but it was it was a dm on on facebook and you know it was one of those hey what's going on and he was at like a singles event for um for the church that he was at in houston and at that time i was in los angeles lots of traveling for work so mm-hmm. i was in he was in um he was in Houston. Um but you know, hey, let's get up tomorrow. Let's let's you know, let's talk. So Saturday happened.
2: Yeah, she finally texted me. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know how she got my number.
0: I was just wondering. I'm like I thought I, it was on I, Facebook. We shared numbers on
1: Facebook. No, we
2: didn't share numbers. I might have given you my number. <laughs> That's what
1: I mean. But you it was it was a prior uh, uh, text message. Okay. I mean on Facebook.
2: Yeah so I, so I, it, it didn't like I, you know you get a random number like, it was like hey, what's up like, what's right
0: right uh-huh. you no
2: know, it was green so i'm like uh-huh. i'm talking with this person you know what i'm saying on my iphone you just know what i'm talking about
0: clearly because i don't know i just assume but go ahead yeah no
2: yeah, it's actually green when his iphone is blue so uh-huh. um it was just like hey what's up i'm like was, you know like what's up so i'm trying to figure it out and she was like, and she was like y'all
1: know he knew who it was <laughs> y'all know he knew but it's okay and
2: she was like it's it's camille perry she was like it's camille I was like, Camille perry like, no we so Then we start He start it takes back and forth a lot of text messages it was a lot of text, a lot messages. Of text messages
0: a lot of text messages yeah so, and then we, heard,
1: we talked on the phone and uh-huh. that was a three-hour
0: conversation oh wow okay
1: Neither of us like to be on the phone, so to be on the phone for three hours, it was like,
0: "Hmm, this is interesting." Maybe there's something. The
1: time difference was also a factor, also right? Because I'm in LA, he's in. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's how we finally connected.
0: (laughs) So seven years later, (laughs) (laughs) y'all finally connected. Y'all had a three-hour-long conversation. So at what point? Was it becoming serious? And Jared, did you know early on that? And I'll, I'll ask you too, Camille. But did you know early on that this this I want her to be my wife? Talk about that.
2: <clears throat> I I knew that I did. Yeah, I knew I wanted to marry her. I I, I knew that I wanted to like. This wasn't going to be like no no play play, and I was at a at a point where I was just. I was serious about my walk with the Lord and I wasn't like trying to be like player, player, you know, in the, in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just I, I didn't want to be that guy. I wanted to be um, serious with my walk. Mm-hmm. And like it, at that time I was really content and I was focused. It was really just me and God. Like I mm-hmm. was, um, you know, I was in ministry. I was pretty heavily involved in ministry. I was in uh, seminary school at the time, and so I like I was I was really good just then. It was a desire, but I, what it wasn't something I was just like actively pursuing. But I think I had in my mind what what it is that I was looking for, or what, not looking for, but what it is that I desired to have and what I needed in a wife. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, that first conversation. Then the second, the day after that, we talked like two, two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. It was
1: after that. It was like back to back days like of that became the norm. Three hour conversations.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, um, and this was, this was the like distance. So I, I had said at that time that I was not doing any more long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the more that I got to know her. And, you know, it was like, I don't know if there was a moment that I was like, oh, I've fallen in love because, you know, that just wasn't what I was on.
0: Mm -hmm. It
2: was, it was, I think it was based on knowledge and um, and at the time I was hanging out with a lot of married guys. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I would ask like, hey, you know, what do you, you know, what do you look for? When did you know? Um, you know, what like what attract outside of the physical beauty, like what was it that you said? Okay, you know what? This is the woman that I'm choosing above mm-hmm. everybody and, and everybody else.
0: And so, yeah.
2: when I started to hear those things, and when I would, the more I think, and I would talk, I was like, you know what? This is, yeah, this, this
1: is gonna be real. Cool.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Camille? Did you start to see this? He's husband of material.
1: So I had gotten out of a long relationship and Mm -hmm. I am not looking for another relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And just for my single women, enjoy that single time because there's something about that intimacy that you can have with God while you're single that really almost solidifies that foundation for Mm -hmm. your (laughs) spiritual growth, for your spiritual strength, like for the channel between you and him to be clear like mm-hmm. i i was enjoying that like mm-hmm. it was there so much fresh revelation coming off the scriptures i was really involved in church and mm-hmm. we, i mean i would look funny i would look forward to going to bible studies and you know i went to amazing church out in uh pasadena and it was a hike oh my god it was such a hike it was mm-hmm. la traffic is already bad as well so when you're mm-hmm. And, you know, tell my hour and a half. i was hour hour and a half in traffic going to church Going to church yeah. an hour and a half only to come back through traffic for an hour like mm-hmm. it was that series and mm-hmm. i, I did not i was not looking for another relationship i was i was really focused on my personal relationship with god and yeah. that process of restoration and all of that and i think when Jarrett came, it was really interesting because it was like, okay, God, I'm really not interested at this point because also I was going through transition at my job. Like I was in the process of relocating back out to Baltimore at the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there it was, was so much going on. It was like, okay, this is going to be a good friend. Like he's cool, right? Yeah. And the other thing too that I was praying for because I did desire to be married because I did desire to have a family and. Mm-hmm and so my prayer to god was like god i don't want to have to explain my spirituality to whomever this next one is like Mm i don't want to i don't i want the scriptures to leap off the page for him as it does for me like so there were there were specific there were specific prayers Mm -hmm. Uh, but there was a time in april i'll never forget it um i was really seeking God on my next career move and mm-hmm. solidifying that decision to move all the way back out east. Because I had already made that move five years, six years prior to move to San Francisco. Like, there was so much. And then I was like, okay, God, why are you having me go back to Baltimore? So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I called Jared and I'm like, hey, you know what? Um, I'm not going to be on the phone for about a week, two weeks, because I'm going on a fast. Mm-hmm. I'll just hit you up later. And mm-hmm. I didn't really expect him to understand. I, mm-hmm. I didn't understand just because of the the background that he had. Um, we had very different upbringings, mm-hmm. you know, as far as church goes, right? Um, mm-hmm. I went to Higher Dimensions Family Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who really kind of was the jumpstart for everybody that you see today. Yep. I care mm-hmm. what everybody says. Bishop Carlson Pearson did that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, I'm not sorry. He did mm-hmm. that. So when you grow up listening to and physically being in the same room with Dr. Miles Monroe and Casey Tree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. All Roberts and all mm-hmm. these uh, names, right? Yeah. T. D. Jakes yeah. Bishop T.D. Jakes was Bishop T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. Like growing up and you see that, and then Jared is Baptist, and I'm like, oh, dear God, like that ain't even the mm-hmm. whole story. Like that's just a very small part of the story. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was tough. And so my prayer to God was real. Like, I don't want to explain my spirituality. I don't want to explain to him what fasting is. Like, mm-hmm. I do like mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget. And he was like, okay, cool so he calls me back maybe about an hour later or so um he was it might even been on a sunday he was serving three services or whatever and calls me back and he said well i know that you're about to go on a fast can i just pray cover you while you're on your on on your fast and i was like You know, I, I wasn't, I was expecting to like, okay, so this is what fasting is. and Right, right. Fasting's like I was expecting that just because of the background, right? Mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. okay, I already, I already know this is going to be different. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, that was my aha moment. Like, mm-hmm. okay, possibly be dating material because if, He can pick up and sense how serious this fast is for me, and this
0: Mm -hmm.
1: for me is, Mm -hmm. and offer to pray and then give me the space to be able to do that, Yeah, you might be all right. (laughs) (laughs) That was was my my aha.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I grew up Baptist too, Jared. Uh,
1: I I don't think, yeah, I don't know
0: that. Yeah, yeah, I grew up Baptist, too. um okay. Yeah, and then it wasn't until I got to college that I started atten- attending my current church, which is non-denominational. But...
1: You do water child, amen. Yeah. Been...
0: yeah, and I, I remember, like, it was different. I was like, this is... There's no program? There's <laughs> there's no, you know, some of the rituals and traditions that, you know, the Baptist Church has. And there's no shade to the Baptist denomination. Um no, no, You know, no. There's no shade. It's just... There are things that um, and maybe it's not all Baptist churches, but there are things that a lot of them do that may not um, either be completely biblically based or they just aren't quite aware. They may not have certain knowledge of certain things that, you know, like fasting, which is what you were concerned about, Camille. So you guys are now at a place where um, you're realizing like this is serious. Um, so how long did you actually date before becoming engaged?
2: (laughs) Um I don't know why you're laughing, but
1: (laughs) because we have two different dates. He started dating me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway.
2: No, no, that's not that's not that's not the question. It wasn't so we so we started dating in seriously dating in 2012 and then we got married in August of 2014.
1: Yeah. Okay. We we, we both, we knew that it wasn't gonna be a long courtship, right? Um, I think when you kind of know what you want, then there's no settling or going back or anything like that. Mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then God blessed me with the opportunity to be covered by a really great church in uh, Columbia um, Wynn with um, Bishop Robbie um, Robert and he was amazing absolutely amazing and so he taught this class um, before Mm -hmm. you say I do and on the front and Jared were like okay we want to take this class you know Mm -hmm. we know that you know this is probably going to lead to that so let's just take this It was like a premarital right and so him and his wife are phenomenal teachers and the first day they were like our job is to break y'all up and we were like wait
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what yeah
1: like our job is to and then we were still long distance right so at that point i was in baltimore he was still in houston and so he's taking this class virtually like i'm in person he's taking it virtually and so his 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 reason behind that, he was like, We need to expose and talk about all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My goal, our goal is to break y'all up. Um, He didn't break us up, but he definitely (laughs) delayed some things.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's good, though.
2: Yeah, after the first class, we was like, Ooh. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) We might need to go back to being Facebook friends for a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: it was. It was no. Like, like we was for real. We were for real. Like you know what? We gonna we gonna bring this back a little bit because
2: yeah. Uh, you know, like when you in that, you know that the, the puppy love and soul. Mm-hmm. Not thinking logically, you're mm-hmm. not just this person is the best thing since sliced bread.
1: Yeah, my has always said, "What does love got to do it?" Like she mm-hmm. is I mean, since I was a little girl, and I'm. Mm-hmm. Like purity with purpose and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she would always say, Camille, at the end of the day, what does love have to do with it? And mm-hmm. I didn't understand it mm-hmm. until then. Mm-hmm. It's not love that's going to get you through. I'm sorry. Mark lied to us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Love is all you need. like <clears throat> That is going to be depleted quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm.
1: Gonna walk over the same pair of socks and not pick it up. Oh, I didn't he's you. you. okay. I said he. I was talking about generalities. I was just talking about okay. He's gonna. He's going to walk over. He's going to forget something. You're going to sleep with the TV on all the time, and mm-hmm. he has it. like there's gonna be. What does love got to do with it? And I think taking that class, put those things in perspective and had us prioritize, right? Mm-hmm. I think it just had us reprioritize what was important to us in the relationship.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you look good, look good, I look good. Right? So you're going mm-hmm. through that and then you go through the, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders, she's got great yeah, you values. At the qualities, you're go- you're like, looking through yeah. that stuff, but then you mm-hmm. come back and tad bit, you know. Let's talk about surfers. your mama. Let's talk about your mama. Let's talk about your dad. Let's talk about your, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. getting into stuff, and it's like, ooh,
0: I was ready
1: to back. It did. It put the brakes into late, <laughs> you know, because we we thought we was going to be in and out, like
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it's credit, and then you know, but yeah, go like, ahead, yeah, oh, yeah, nah. yeah, oh, yeah. Know, so.
2: Yeah, it was,
0: I'm, yeah,
2: I'm so glad that we went through it because it, it definitely led to a lot of much needed conversations.
0: Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> it reminds me too, Camille, of the statement that love is blind, right? Because when you're blinded by love, you don't always see sometimes what's right in front of you. That's a red flag. And so you do need to slow down and kind of, you know, get to know each other a little bit more before you take this huge step, you know what I mean? So speaking of the huge step, you guys do get engaged and Jared and I were there, my Jared and I were there (laughs) and it was actually quite hilarious how we just kind of popped out and said, hey, it was so hilarious and random, but talk, oh. <laughs> talk about your proposal, um, both of you. Just talk about your perspectives about that day.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: oh, God. I, How long is this podcast?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so She's still in, in Baltimore, and she's always been super focused. I got to go here. I got to have a schedule. I got to have a calendar. um, like every everything has to have a plan still mm-hmm. like that and so this was like one of the most busiest um, weekends that she had going on
1: in life in oh life. my god and
2: so um so <clears throat> i had an accomplice uh, a mutual friend that also was in mm-hmm. national society of minorities and hospitality and um, she lived in dc yeah in DC so what I in, in essence I put her uh, I, I gave I, I sent Camille on a scavenger hunt and um, I had flown in um, and planted like uh, envelopes at different locations with things that would she would instantly know okay this is Jared so like I had saved the stub from like the first movie we went to and it had it inside of an envelope and it was at a movie theater. So, mm-hmm. so she never to stop get out. Know? So the friend picked her up and was like, hey, just jump in, like we gotta roll just, you know, we had a quick fight after work kind of thing. But it was really to go and take Miller you know, round on on the area. So um there was like a community college that was all and of course now I did I planned all this from Houston. Like just online and everything. Uh, just things that were close in the vicinity of her of her job. So mm-hmm. the college that was closed since we met in college, like I had printed out the first email and everything, stuff inside oh. the home. So she would jump out and get it and then the last
1: place was at a hotel. Yep. And she <laughs> like, got to put a blindfold on. I walked into the room and it was been lit. Um, but before I even go there. Just very I actually tried to cancel on her twice. Like, oh, wow. To... Yeah, he's he's being very. We were both serving in church. Uh-huh. That Sunday was the Sunday that we sang all three services. So then there was a Christmas party that I had committed to, and when I commit, that's it. There's like no. Yeah. Time. I have to be on my deathbed. Not. Yeah. I had <clears> cooked <throat> like meals for this party. Mm -hmm. Then my job was having a manager's party at our GM's house the very next day. So it was, when you say like packed, like it was, and then the day was already running late, running long. So I did, Mm -hmm. I canceled twice, like, hey, this is not going to work, like like, I can't, I can't do this. And Uh she was like, no, I'm already downstairs, just run across the street to this bar, and you know, we'll grab some appetizers. They had like half of appetizers really mm-hmm. great you know, bar in uh, Harbor East. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a walking distance. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to run down, grab some appetizers with her, and then I'm running back up to the office because I still got so much work to do before I head over right. to the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. The level of agitation in mm. my soul <laughs> because it was not clicking for me. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it really wasn't. And I think after the third or fourth stop, I stopped fighting. I was like, "I'm not going to long at this point," because at this point, I was like, "You know what? I'm going to be late, and yeah. I'm probably not even going to make it to the party. And I have choir practice tomorrow, and these people are going to look at me in my face, and I'm—I don't know what to tell them."
0: Uh huh.
1: Uh huh. You know, like in my so it was stressful. It was extremely stressful. But I walked in. The lights were down, beautiful roses. My goofy brother pops up like, hey, a, you know how Jared is. And so, <laughs> really goofy. And, you know, you kind of just peep up behind like, yeah. Was-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so was it clicking? Was it starting to yeah, click yet?
1: It clicked. At that point, it did click. And, and then he has Coming to America, which is one of our top five favorite movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so he's got coming to America uh, well it's not coming to America it's actually yeah, to be loved and, uh, and so that's playing and I yeah at that point I knew what it was and then like he gets on the sea and opens up this ring and this there's a light in the box and then it's like shining perfectly on this big old ring and I'm just like yeah at that point I'm a hot mess yeah. and then once I say do I say yes? And then we eat the Cheesecake factory.
0: Yes, we did.
1: Cheesecake right. <laughs> factory because I was starving. Time <laughs> I got off work, and then four-hour goose chase around the city of Baltimore, and it had started to rain at some point.
0: I was <laughs> okay. Yep. <Yeah. laughs> wow! I love it. I love it. So, how long were y'all engaged before getting married? Um, the end of
1: 2013. Yeah, we didn't want a long engagement, so, so we, we got activities? we got engaged December 6, 2013, and then we got married August 29th, yep.
0: 2014. That's right. That's right. So y'all had the wedding in Texas, right? Yes. All um, right. Um, so, uh, just talk a little bit about your wedding day and your honeymoon talk about talk about those two great days in your or great moments in your lives um great right? Uh oh
2: yeah when i when i woke up <laughs> i i felt different emotionally um but then i was like okay it'll, it'll wear off so I, I ran around with my brooms man like i and got a haircut and I went and got my, uh, what is it called, Cut- cuticle trim? I went and got my, my hands. She asked me to get my hands manicured. That's what it is. Because okay. i
1: like, a lot of pictures. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't want to see I no see hangnail. I don't want to see no ashy knuckles on yes. my face. I just, I just need you to take care of that. Like, oh gosh. <laughs> taking pictures of our hands.
2: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so it was hot that day. We take pictures, we get dressed, take pictures. I thought I was gonna sweat everything out, but um, when we actually got to the venue, that's when I started getting nervous. Nervous, mm-hmm. like, am I really about to do this?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It was just a different kind of feeling. Like, I wasn't sad, I wasn't anxious. It was just mm-hmm. like, wow, this is just a different. I've never, like, I had never felt it before,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. and, um,
2: and then it went away, and uh ceremony starts and you know I'm I'm good but like I'm like all right cool it's, it's subsided uh-huh. and everything and then um <clears throat> our flower girl got frightened to come down
0: mm-hmm.
2: so her my cousin her dad brought her in and the doors closed and she takes at least two minutes out there it felt like mm-hmm. two minutes like it was a very long time the doors are closed everybody like everybody looking at me i'm like
1: it's because <laughs> i'm trying to be very careful, and careful. okay because this is going out to the www right yes. so, right. so You're right. because there were at least 12 people that decided to show up to the wedding late mm. and thought that we was and open them doors and let them go take their seats. You guys know is on the back end the as way. I literally am about to walk in. I, I counted there was at least twelve people that were sitting in the lobby
0: uh-huh.
1: were watching me as I was about to walk out into the wedding. So mm-hmm. it was the coordinator that was trying to like stop them. Like now we right we're not at the wedding and again right. point. Everybody, parents have gone down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Grandparents have gone down the. Aisle. I mean, you know, so yeah. that's why it took so long. It wasn't uh, cold feet or yeah, anything like God. that. Wow. Right. Um, yeah, my brothers were out there, and of course, Jared and Adam being goofy, trying to make me laugh. Right, which,
0: right, uh
1: huh. Because you just you expect people to be on time weddings, but
0: you
1: know, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so that's why it took. It took so long. So you know, the the weddings weddings are our our marriage their wedding. That's how I like to describe it. I hate to say that out loud, but unless you go on a destination with ten people it literally is for everybody else. I mean it you know, I think my brother Jared is the only person in this universe that I believe his wedding is for him. I don't even know what for you, I think it was for <laughs> yeah, my, my boy was happy think, that day. I think this wedding <laughs> was for Jared and Harry. Okay. Anyway.
2: Um so but, so <laughs> the doors finally You're open.
0: laughing because you know. No, it was for both of us, but y'all know Jared. Y'all know I'm, him. I'm, he I'm, I'm
2: to, I, bro, I'm trying to save you, bro. We
1: <laughs> trying
0: to save him. It,
1: it was their wedding, our marriage, and that, you know, and it was, and did we all have a good time? Absolutely. But I think, you know, I, I had a dream about my wedding before Jared and I even met. Mm -hmm. And it was a very detailed dream. I was anxious, nervous. And at the rehearsal, I saw him and we hugged and there was just this peace that completely fell Mm -hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I even told him until maybe like a year after, but mm-hmm. the, it was just this piece. And I will always remember this dream. Fast forward the night before the wedding, of course, we hadn't seen each other because I'm running around with my bridesmaids. He's running around with his grooming. And we're about to start the rehearsal. And we see each other and we hugged. And it was literally this piece. And it was mm-hmm. my dream being actualized. Like it was mm-hmm. literally what happened. And so. I think from that moment, I was good. I was like, "Y'all can have this wedding." I'm, mm. I'm I know what I'm doing. We're supposed to be doing.
0: So mm. that's good. I, I love that. that
1: was, yeah.
2: So
0: I love that. She,
2: she comes in. Um, not at, at first. I was sobbing, and then I started to weep. Like,
0: yeah.
2: Man, I can't. Like, I couldn't stop. Like, yeah. Me you know, and cry <laughs> we were, like, right here in the throat. But then it's like, okay, let me shake it off. But it was just like. <laughs>
0: It was uncontrollable. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it for you? Was it just? Like, it was. was it?
2: Oh my god! It was. It was. It was the appearance. It was <laughs> seeing my wife and her dress. It was the moment. It was like wow! Like it was like a literal like gift because she had her veil on and um, she was just. Look at like it, like it was our wedding, but it, I felt like it was just her and I in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. man, it was, um, yeah, it was just super. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, cry kind of guy. I don't cry that often, but it mm-hmm. was just like yeah. one of the best feelings, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, no, we went we went to a honeymoon, and this, again, this is for anybody who's getting married. Please do not itinerate do an itinerary for your wedding, for your honeymoon. Just don't, don't mm-hmm. do it. Like, there's going to be, like if you're on a cruise and you know that you've got to schedule and do certain things then, but if you like go to a resort, like we went to Hawaii and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bungee jump in this volcano. I'm going to go mm-hmm. rock, rock. I had, I'm going to take this helicopter. Like I literally had, and then I'm going to be up in the sunset. I got to be up in mm-hmm. the top. We got to that resort.
0: You were tired.
1: No, the, the resort was gorgeous, and mm-hmm. there wasn't anything to do but lay out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. then the food, and it just kept coming. Mm-hmm. And, coming. and we would play Uno
0: <laughs>
1: or go on shoe pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was just, and it was just relaxing. Like it yeah. was extremely relaxing. Yeah. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> How can I say this? Just prayer for Maui, still praying for Maui.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But it was awkward. It was, like, for me it was very awkward because, you know... That's a good word. Like, okay, so now we could, like, be in the same room? Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It was, like... (laughs) Now, like, what did we just do? (laughs) What just
2: happened, like... Now it's okay to, like, do things.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you
2: know what I'm and it was like yeah this I don't know yeah it just yeah. it was like it was like I, like we're really married you know what yeah. I'm saying like I don't know, it just it, it took a long time to set in and um, yeah, but, yeah. I, but I mean we had a great time though
0: yeah yeah that's great that's great so you're married and you guys are both in where did y'all live in Texas initially? when you first got married?
1: She was in was Austin. Austin
0: oh, God, months.
1: how could I forget that? No, it was longer than that. Yeah. Um. So after we got married, I still lived in Austin. My job was still in Austin, and his was in Houston. So we lived separate for five months, six months, or so. Oh, wow,
0: really? Yeah.
1: Really? And then I finally was like, you know what? I can't do this. I didn't get married to live in two different cities and commute and I half on the weekends. To see right. like, like, because of the way his job was set up, the way my job was set up, there was no remote working. There was no, you had to be there. So yeah, yeah I would
0: back and, back and forth on the weekends. All right, so y'all are in Houston. And at some point, Camille, you get pregnant. Yeah. You get Almost pregnant. Exactly. Say that again?
1: Almost a year, exactly.
0: Oh, okay. Almost a year. Sorry, Almost heard. a year. Right. Wow. So you get pregnant with twin boys. I remember when you called Jared and I, because we weren't able to make it, I think, to Texas, because y'all had the family. Oh, right. That's right. right. That's right. Good. I like so, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was late. Yeah. So y'all called us and you told us that you weren't only pregnant, but that you were pregnant with twins. And I thought you were playing. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought you were playing. You were like, yeah. You were like, yeah, I'm I'm having twins. So it was definitely a mind-blowing moment. So talk about just you know, how you guys were when you found out and was it planned? Were y'all expecting children?
1: I'll give you the Cliff Notes version.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Very, very Cliff Notes version. For the record, while we were in Maui, without any knowledge, I just was like, "I was like, I'm gonna be, I was like, we gonna have twins."
1: No, he said it yes. right. I'm gonna I give you to, twins. I'm trying to clean it up. I'm, a, I'm gonna give you twins. <laughs> and I and I was like, "Oh, if we have twins, I'm done. It's a wrap. That's uh-huh. I'm out. Like uh-huh. completely, completely." The, the the interesting thing, though, and I'll keep it very short. So we were in the process of buying a house. Kids were not on, you know, it wasn't like we were planning or trying to get pregnant. I'll say it that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. So, and so we were literally, we had just like put earnest down on the house. We were like breaking ground. Mm-hmm. We like were showing up the house, taking pictures of like the foundation and mm-hmm. the, like, we we're in the middle of buying a house house our yeah. first house like mm-hmm. and it found a build it was beautiful like and then we found out that we were pregnant and so um I found out when I was actually on a work trip in El Paso Texas um and I called a girlfriend and I was like I don't know what I'm going to do like mm. she was like oh you know so she walks through it but the twins were a surprise, and my grandmother was still alive at the time. And I called her, and I was like, "What did you do to me? Who family <laughs> is pregnant? Who's who's got twins? Is this run in the family? What is what? this?" She was like, "Well, you know, my sister, you know, she had twins, and then you uh-huh. know, her, you know, and then she'd go through the lineage, and oh
0: was,
1: wow, oh." That's ask those questions, y'all. Ask, them, ask, them. <laughs> <laughs> ask yeah. those questions. A lot of,
2: at that point, I didn't know that.
1: So okay. it, runs, it runs in the family. So, um, I how did I know? And then of course they give you the statistics. You know, when you're a certain age, and then minorities, yada yada yada. You know, mm-hmm. you know blah, blah blah blah. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we found out that we were pregnant with twins. You know, we just we always advise. Anybody who will listen or at least will keep the advice. Enjoy being married before you have kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the sure. reason why we say that is because you have to think about your phases of life, right? So you have to look at, okay, there's Camille girlfriend, there's Camille's fiance, there's Camille wife. Learning how to be a wife is so extremely important and pivotal for and And I think, you know, when you're honestly when you're a year into your marriage, you still kinda on your honeymoon. Like you ain't even been to two Christmases. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I mean, Jared and I our first biggest fight was during the holidays. We couldn't agree on Christmas music.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We ain't gonna talk about that tonight, Jared. We ain't gonna talk about that. We couldn't agree on
1: Christmas music, you know. Um, You no, know, Frank Sinatra, Pete Crosby, and he's you know, yeah. Temptation, Jackson <laughs> Five. Like, I need to watch I've been White.
0: There, there. I've been there.
1: He talking about Friday okay. after oh, that's next. right. That's right. Thank you. He talking about Friday after next. I'm like that is not a Christmas movie. You know, he talking about Die Hard, and I'm talking about Home Alone, and you know, White this, Christmas, this, and this, you know, so. But learning to be a wife. Mm-hmm right? Because the moment that you become a mom in particular, it's like a switch. Mm-hmm. And there's just something that happens innately. God created us for that, right? So mm-hmm. something just innately happens. And I'm not going to say that you stop paying attention to being a wife, but the amount of energy and time when you are raising a baby or going through that pregnancy, and then you go through nursing and then you're trying to keep this human being a lot like it's it's a lot of layers mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. But making sure that you and your husband have that firm foundation of his role, what your role is, what yeah. does that look like when it's blended together and operating together and one accord. And, yeah.
2: and that and we, it was we did not have that.
1: It was a very short time. Like we were still in our honeymoon, right? We were yeah. still, you know, like, oh, you know what I mean? Right. And then you When you have kids then you really start to learn things about the other person and the other person coming out you know about how you were raised and how she was raised and you know so we just say take your take your time and having kids we don't discourage people from having kids we think we're we know we're supposed to have kids but timing is everything and Mm -hmm. learning learning how to love each other learning the expectations Right, talking
0: about those expectations with each other's. Is- yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, because y'all had not just one, y'all had two at the same time. Two at the same time. So, no. yeah. So, y'all had the twins, Joshua and Daniel, and um, y'all are, are, well, trying to settle now in Houston, mm-hmm. right, with your new home. Um, but there's a lot going on. So, just talk about those first few years before Matthew comes into the picture your third son talk about those first few years in Houston and just how that was as far as adjusting now
2: it was it was a it was a rough ride it was a rough ride because um, you know it was almost in the same season becoming a husband and a father and trying to figure out okay, have we set our culture for a family? what's gonna be important to us? Um, you know, what are we how are we gonna split time between families? How are we gonna decide, you know, who goes oh, and hand. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: So I mean, And he's
1: he's reading heavy books. Like he's not reading like oh. you know, he's not reading like how to be a dad 101 or, you know, being a dad for dummies. Like he's not mm-hmm. reading reading like Dr. Malzben wrote "Kingdom Principles of Fatherhood," like, like you know what I mean, like. And and,
2: so so now I'm already feeling like I'm behind the eight
1: ball. Right,
0: right, right.
1: (laughs) I'll never forget that. It was, it was just watching Jared, like, oh my god, like when you when you come into, especially for a man, right, when you come into the knowledge of what it actually means to be. Not only a kingdom citizen, but what what that role is as a father. You could just watch Jared and this this heaviness come um, mm-hmm. because now you're feeling the responsibility of yeah. oh, not a game. Like mm-hmm. I'm responsible for my not just my family's lives, but now you're looking at this as a nation, right? Your own, you're your own Abraham and the family, right? So. The nations that are going to come from these three boys, the mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? like it it complete, So watching Jared go through that, it was like, yeah. oh god. Okay. So yeah, and then in
2: addition to having two infants, um, boys, yeah, two <laughs> boys, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that time, our our parents were they would come down, but then as time went on, this kind of became further. Apart, Mm -hmm. so it was it was really just us and our community there in Houston. Everybody was having everybody was in the same boat. Everybody was married. married, Yeah.
1: So y'all get y'all a village.
2: Yeah.
1: You got to have a village, man.
2: And I didn't. And then in addition to that, I didn't have any type of outlet. So Mm. it was work.
1: It was home. And uh, you know, she's both of our jobs are still in. Insanely busy. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. still having, I'm still traveling while I'm nursing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm having to hide in bathroom stalls and pump and put mm-hmm. milk ice. And tra- like, it was, it was rough. Like, mm-hmm. those first couple mm-hmm. of years because of my career and then having, being a first time mom with two at the same time, then the daycare cost another mortgage. That's
0: a mortgage, yep.
1: It was a lot. It was it was definitely a lot. And mm-hmm. you know, you can feel a lot of very alone if you don't have your sister circle as Derek calls it. Like if I didn't have my sister circle, like it would have mm-hmm. been thirty times worse.
0: Yeah. You yeah.
1: People again that were gonna be there to encourage you, to call you out on your stuff, that mm-hmm. you know
2: and, it's, and that's and another reason why it's so important to that foundation. The marriage has to be has to be there and solidified. Because in that moment, we were so focused on kids, we were just parents all the time. Mm. We're not putting the same amount of energy because there's not a lot there of is energy, no left. energy
1: left. Yeah.
2: you know, okay, husband and husband and wife, but we're always in go mode. But because yeah. now we're at work all day. Now You're trying to come home and get as much time with kids and mm. clean up or cook, and you know, now it was, 9, it was 13, rough
1: because he actually wanted to be a father, which is also huge, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't just the you know, I'm gonna let
0: her change the
1: diapers, right? Like,
0: right. He was involved,
1: and in he was involved, you know, and it was killing him that by the time he got home from work. I'm nursing and these kids is ready to go down for bed and he's like I didn't get to hug any of them. I didn't get to, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was it was an adjustment. It was definitely very rough, but we, mm-hmm. you know, during that time also I think it also made it a lot more tougher because we were in transition with our church. So we were in the process of trying to find a church. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Parents now. we're parents and so trying to find a church that had a very strong marriage ministry a strong men's ministry for me it was all about the praise of worship like if that praise of worship ain't where it needs to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jared you know it's true <laughs> he will tell you
0: he will not tell another you. argument about music
1: <laughs> yeah. i mean if, because we they're but in marriage, you got to talk about those non negotiables, right? Mm-hmm. Doctrine. If that doctrine ain't where it needs to be, I'm mm-hmm. not there. I'm not in there, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, if that praise and worship ain't where it needs to be, get mm-hmm. it there's, I can't get into it. And so it was very hard to find a church to talk the kingdom in its original state. Like, what it meant, what does it mean today in 2020, whatever. Like, it was, it, so that was that was tough not yeah. having that that covering and so you know even we joke and say I got pregnant with twins when he came back from his first Kingdom conference
2: yeah they, <laughs> so the, yeah I went to Doctor Monroe's conference um, the year after he passed and mm. the theme was legacy
0: and mm. I'm
2: sitting there thinking like, wow I wonder what type of legacy that I'm going to be able to. to leave or create or work on with, with, I mean, producing myself, but also with Camille. Yeah. And then,
1: voila. Yeah. So, so, and, and we both decided, like, he's got to go, like, he's, you got to go to this conference. And so he, he met two amazing individuals. Mm -hmm. There's uh, Martin and Linnell Williams and my mom and dad, if they ever see this, um, but they are phenomenal individuals. And, you know, quick quick story, because this is a game changer for us. So, you know, Jared knows people literally all over the world. And so one of his old roommates is from the Bahamas. And so he's leaving the hotel, they're coming back in, and Dr. Martin, in his fatherly kind of way,
2: says what? So he checked me. Um, this <laughs> like the last night of the conference, it's a Saturday night or, or something like that, and uh, <clears throat> when they hang out with Drew, so I'm passing my like, hey, how y'all doing? And, and it's like 9.30 at night, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
2: so I'm leaving. Camille's not at the conference, so I'm there by myself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he's like, Where you going? What you doing? It's I, I, 9.30 30. I've only heard the man speak, I you know, what I'm saying, I didn't right. really know. <laughs> type of interaction, like, yeah, I've been watching you. Yeah, I saw you at the conference. Your wife know where you at? I said, uh.
1: Yes. Complete drill.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> I just got the phone with her. <laughs> get a bite with my buddy. College, you know what time it is? Why <laughs> I mean, it was like just.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So of course we talked that night and he tells uh-huh. about this pastor. Mm-hmm. Are, yes. So, of course, I being the investigator mm-hmm. by nature, by traits, mm-hmm. I'm googling you. I'm mm-hmm. picking you up, like, who are you and who gives you the right? And the first couple of messages that I heard, I was like, where have you been my entire life? Mm-hmm. So... I mean, it got to a point to where Jared would be up in the mornings, watching the Word Network because he would be on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, been following this man for since pretty much since we got married, you know, just his his, you know, we couldn't be there in person, but we would be there, or a you know on Wednesday nights online or watching on mm-hmm. days or, you know, like and then we started to give some offerings and mm-hmm. then. We've turned into, we are tied into this place now. Like, it was mm-hmm. just this natural, organic, and just to see how much Jared was studying more and the messages were rhema. I mean, it was alive. Yeah. It was It was like, yeah. why business? Like, mm-hmm. it never. it was what was missing. It was definitely mm-hmm. what was
2: Yeah, one of the main reasons I did go to the conference in Nassau was because um, like I was really coming into the understanding of what the kingdom of God is and what the gospel of the kingdom is. And I was hungry for it, but I wanted to see it. I wanted to know that it was something real. Like Mm -hmm. how to in a man, how does this look in a woman, how does it look husband and wife,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. uh mother and children like how how does this how does this look Mm -hmm. when I when I met the, the Williams, that's when I was like, I, I think I see it. I, like mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's something distinct. And of course, Dr. Martin and Pastor Nelson spent a lot of time with um, Dr. Ruth and Dr. Monroe, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. Mm-hmm. But there was, there was, there was something um, that was genuine. It was, hey, you know what? If, if you want to show, if you if you want to learn how to build your life. You know, we've done it. We're happy to show you. Mm-hmm. through it um, with you, and that was the first time that I probably had ever heard of Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ain't yeah, be no black folk out there. <laughs> it just, yeah. That was my. That was my first. I'm like, man, Omaha, Nebraska.
1: Yeah. I mean, all the, um, you know, and then we, then we started to invest, right? So then we started mm-hmm. to do conferences, you know, Kingdom University and Shake the Nations. And after a while, it just got to a point like, um, this is important. Matthew gets here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're still looking for a church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the pandemic happens, right? Mm. So my baby's... First birthday, second birthday is during the pandemic, so we're mm-hmm. online. You know that was that was our tradition. Like, you know, we weren't we weren't going to go visit churches. Like, we we I couldn't. I hate to say I like I couldn't suffer through another praise and worship. I couldn't like, I. So we committed to watching online, and so our kids we would do praise and worship. Like, we weren't. You know, we were serious, seriously committed to the vision, the house, first fruit. I mean, the whole nine yards, right? So, you know, Matthew's here and we're going to Shake the Nations and, you know, like planning out our calendars year in advance so that we could have
0: like proper
1: coverage for babysitters and all that stuff, yeah. just so that we could be in the house. Hmm. So, yeah, that's Sweet. kind of the
0: so matthew is born what were the ages of josh and daniel when matthew was born
1: they had just turned they're two years apart they're two years apart yeah so when matthew okay. was born, yeah, they, they had just turned two
0: yeah they had just turned two. two oh jesus
1: yeah so now, this? So
2: now <laughs> we yeah. got two toddlers and an infant yeah diapers. <clears throat> three in diapers trying to trying to figure this whole thing out of what
1: marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. Girl, didn't get the girl. That was the whole purpose, right? If it was that a boy was and a girl, a twin, we probably would've been done. Like 95% sure. If it was a girl, we mm-hmm. would've been done. Mm-hmm. But it was twin boys. We're like, you know what, let me try, let's try mm-hmm. to see if this, and then it was Matthew. So then everybody's was like, oh, you gonna try for that
0: girl? Negative. <laughs> done. <laughs>
1: Basically, somebody is completely incapable of giving me a girl. So at this point, mm-hmm. I, I'm good. I, yeah. now I don't know what I would do with a girl. You know, some of my dearest girlfriends have girls, and it's very hard to shop for them because I don't know what girls play with. So I'm like, does mm-hmm. she want a dinosaur or a purple
0: dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So you know well, that- yeah, we named him Matthew Gift from God because during that part of our marriage and our life it was very it was rough very rough. and mm-hmm. and then Matthew gets here and we're like you know what this is a gift, this is still a gift
0: this, mm-hmm.
1: our marriage is a gift and so the more that we kind of begin to declare differently, the outlook started to change mm-hmm. we started to look at each other differently, we started to pray differently, we started to parent differently. We start to love differently. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with the church that you're connected to.
0: Mm. You said something right there. That's loaded. Um, So you guys are really tuning in and really locking into this church that's in Omaha. However, clearly you guys are in Houston. So how long now are you in Houston now that Matthew's born?
1: it was mean when we finally moved
0: or? um well when no when you guys had Matthew how long were you guys in Houston at that point like oh, Matthew, at one point
1: huh? Matthew uh three years two years two or three years because remember we it was pretty much you know four, four married. yeah married probably four.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I remember, Camille, you said something um, about God speaking to you that you guys wouldn't be in your home very long. I think it was the second home that y'all bought in Texas. Yeah. Talk about that. And, you know, what were you thinking when you heard that? So
1: we bought a house in the pandemic, which was insane because people weren't buying houses in the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, 2020 Mm -hmm. And I felt like this really push. like, you need to buy a house now. Like, we need to, and it's only happened, what happened with the first house? Like, we need to do this. Mm -hmm. And the second house, the timing of everything, I was like, God, we gotta get on this. And so we prayed about the house that we wanted, the school district that we wanted, the location, And I remember um, once we bought the house, and I'm standing in the empty dining room. And literally, as clear as day, the Holy Spirit was like, Don't get comfortable. You're not going to be in this house long. Mm. And I'm frustrated at this point because I'm like, I love this house. Like, the layout is perfect. My boys got a media room, they got Mm -hmm. this backyard. Like, it's in a great family neighborhood, very Mm -hmm. diverse. Like I'm going, and I'm like, oh, okay, guys, like, you know what? Okay, fine, I'll say whatever. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. that's how I talked, Like, okay, you know, and I, and I kept it moving. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, but there was this. Don't get comfortable in this house because you're not gonna be like through.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And at that time, we have been both feeling transition. Um, okay, but it was like, okay, maybe it's not about how. Like, it's something greater than another house. There's something more more meaningful than another house. Like like what is it that we're sensing? And so we were thinking, okay, maybe it's up in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Because that's mm-hmm. what I'm mm-hmm. um
1: So we had started even looking at Yeah, we started, in we started looking at houses, we started looking at I don't uh, think we our parents.
2: Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we yeah, we, Sorry, was, mom, we, was thinking, we was thinking about it, but everything, like, it just fell through,
1: and... It was, like, the job thing, and then it was, like, you know, and then we were, like, you know what, we want to live close to the family, and we want our kids to grow on uncles and aunties, and nothing was really kind of clicky. it wasn't really mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And so, like I said, we had always moved for a job,
0: and have never moved. And say that again, I couldn't hear you always move for a job but never move for
1: a church. We've never church. moved for a church.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: just the more that we study and, and understand the importance of the church, you know, our demographic, our age group has left the church in droves, like with no Signs of them returning. Churches are still trying to get their numbers back to what they were, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of people like to blame the pandemic. The pandemic didn't do that. It just it just highlighted it. But people right. were leaving the church way before the pandemic. That's right. Um, and it matters where you go. To the church. It matters where you get fed. It matters that you go to church. There's a reason why it says do not forsake these. There's right. a reason why. That's right. You just have to find that out on your own. And the sooner that you accept that the word of God is infallible, you're going to find out on your own why that statement is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think for us, we start to realize because it matters where you go, it matters where, where your house is, meaning your church. We
2: Okay. Yeah, we were um, we were here in transition and so we were um, at this point talking back and forth about like looking at school easy thing. we just need to like stop talking about this thing Houston and um, we were at the anniversary their like, sixth year anniversary. Yeah, sixth year church anniversary. We thought it was a powerful message, but it was just in the in that time like of right after the message like just reflection prayer and she like i heard it was like it was, it was like a whisper did you say something
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, was, I was like did you hear that and she was like yeah what you hear I was like, what you hear, I was like, what you, hear
0: <laughs>
2: you know whisper, we both be praying but we hear whisper and we're whispering talking mm-hmm. it, it wasn't <clears throat> i think in that moment we just because we were all on the same page, heard the same thing at the same time. And when I walked through those
1: doors, I looked at the mm. Like my first conference, I and it I never went looking for a perfect church. Get that out of There I, is no
0: there is no perfect church. Mm-mm. No perfect
1: church. Um but where's the part of the church? And when Jared and I literally had to write down our list of what we were looking for in the church. For me, yeah, praise and worship. For him, it was doctrine. We needed a strong children's ministry. We needed a strong marriage ministry. Um, it has to be diverse. I don't want to go to an all-white church. I don't want to go to an all-black church. Like, because that's not what heaven's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we, we had this list. I walked through the doors, and it was like... Hey, and I looked at her like, and I won't forget it. I looked at him and I was like, this is it. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm looking for. Like, I will walk away from everything.
0: Mm. I church. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: not stop there. Like, you just kept saying, I'm like, a good I was, was,
1: I was, just like I was saying, like, <laughs> I was literally in session. and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, so then. I take it, a couple, of course, a couple of matches, and then I start researching what does real estate look like out there? <laughs> so that any question that he has, I've heard. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 so at this point, was it 2021, 2022, what year?
1: 2020 was a big year for us because that was the year that we decided to tie to a church Believers in God. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna get into that today. Concept. So we're not. So tied to AWC in 2020, and that that's when it became real. That's where we were getting fed. That's where we were getting fed. That's where our kids were getting fed. That's Mm -hmm. right. Like, and we only felt like that was right, right? And I just, again, guys, please give off like if you're following a ministry that you love, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and they're feeding you, mm-hmm. so come on, man, yep. You, yep. you, you, it's seed. That's right. You understand the concept of seed. One seed reaps a harvest, and all mm-hmm. you're planting seed. And if you, and if your your harvest isn't meeting your need, you gotta check that seed. Mm-hmm. And I think. For us, it when well, we made that decision, that conscious decision to start, I to start sewing, um, <clears throat> it was a game changer from there. And mm. we they we, we had a virtual conference, right? Um, that we attended, and then we ended up um, going to the conference in person. So you're talking about 20. Again, we had been following them since 2014. 2020, we decided to financially mm-hmm. be investing. Yeah.
0: 2021,
1: we started to invest in traveling to actually go to conferences and all that. And
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, so yeah, we, we did our homework. Yeah. I had I had listened to teaching, I, I teaching not just past part, but the vision of the church. It's, it's,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, and so. Um, it, People that we had met people that you know are not in the Williams family, and seeing how the, the success that they've had in their life, just the, the, the generation of blessing and obedience to a house right? at that point, it's it's a right? Yeah. We move for relationships. We move for jobs. We move for
0: mm-hmm. things like that.
2: Say that. that, Say
1: yeah. that. Thing that matters the most right the thing that
2: if i'm moving anything it has got to be something that's for sure
0: that's it, right
2: it was never a, a go back and forth like mm-hmm. it was so,
0: timing
1: if it was anything timing. it was just about it was just <clears throat> about timing and god's timing is always is always right because mm-hmm. the house the second house right god provided us an opportunity to get I mean, you got my interest rates, being where they were in 2020, oh, it, it was like mm-hmm. a steal of a property mm-hmm. and we made money once we sold it. And had we not listened and moved where we were supposed to, we wouldn't have made any money off of that property. Mm-hmm. And, and so it just, you, you have to move. To move. You just, you, there is no, and who are you to question?
2: <laughs> Someone who was perfect. You
1: know, who are you? Question, like, are you sure about that? Like, right. really, how do you fix your mouth? Right? So it was like, okay, God, like, we're you. Like,
0: yeah.
1: Because we got three kids. This ain't just yep. us. If this was Jared and I, we'd be able to rough it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Like, we got kids, we got, you know, college that we're trying to get paid for. and So. Right. You know, so yeah, we're talking. We're talking 2021 that you know again, finally making that transition spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. Emotionally, financially, and then committing to coming up there once a quarter to the church to actually physically be there.
0: Mm. So I remember because you know. God will give us something that we're do, right? We're to do, but that doesn't always mean it doesn't come without challenges, especially if the enemy starts to take note. Like this is looking too good. Like I need to throw some some fiery darts their way to try to make them think that maybe this wasn't God, you know? So were there any moments like that, and what kind of challenges did you guys face um, preparing to move? Wow. Well, that was part one of episode 29 titled Having the Right Church Matters in Marriage featuring Jared and Camille Garner. I want you to be sure to come back next Thursday, September 21st at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts and Spotify to see the second part of this episode. Trust me, you will not want to miss it. In the meantime, y'all, I want you to also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit like on this episode and be sure to share it with others that they may be blessed and encouraged. Also, leave a comment in the comment section just letting us know something that stood out from this episode today. Until next time, enjoy your day and be blessed.